good to be true. I remember one Christmas, I was about five or six, and uh, me and my two sisters got a present for the three of us from Santa. There we were early Christmas morning on the floor of our living room, about to tear into this present underneath the tree. So we rip it open and it is a Nintendo, like the original Nintendo. And the three of us are just so excited about getting this gift. And then uh, I remember being so excited and turning to both my sisters and saying, Oh, I know Santa's real now because there's no way mom and dad would ever spend this much money on us. <laughs> uh, sorry, mom and dad. Didn't mean to come at you like that. Uh, today's theme for Vagabond Missions podcast is gift. We have a very special storyteller coming to us today. It's uh, the founder of Vagabond Missions himself, the one and only Bob Lesneski. Bob, today is going to tell a story about the gift that we have in our relationship with Jesus. Check it out. So every night I would come home uh, smelling like cigarettes and the reason why is because like when we first started doing vagabond missions you, you know it's 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 one thing to have a youth group already going or you know have a Sunday school or you know be a volunteer or whatever but they, we didn't have anything going you know so um, no one knew us there wasn't anything established we didn't even have a building at first and so, uh, you know, we had to think, how, how can we find kids? And uh, so we looked for places where inner city kids were, you know, and so we, we went to them. And that became actually a tenant, like, in our, in our whole ministry is, you know, to go to people instead of waiting uh, for them to come to us, you know, much like God doesn't wait for us to come to, to him, but he, he comes to us. Um, so we'd go to this, this spot in the projects, um, where all these kids would kind of smoke and, you know, throw a football, just clown around, that kind of thing. And uh, I remember <clears throat> um, we would just kind of sit there as they smoked, hung out, you know, and uh, got to know them. And then, you know, when it got dark, we'd go home. Um, but, you know, shortly, like over over a few months of, you know, at first it was, it was awkward, like, and then, you know, you start to get to know each other's names and you start to joke around and um and then you know you start to trust each other a little bit um over time you know we got to know um there was a a particular family there um that we got to know and um you know we kind of got to know their story and that's that's the thing that i always say you know you know working with inner city kids is um they, they 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 seem rough around the edges or scary or you know, people think, you know, there's, there's violence, you're going to get attacked or something. And it's, it's really never like that. Um, but w- once, once you come to hear their stories, once you come to know their hearts and you allow yourself to, you know, fall in love, it kind of changes everything. And so that's, that, that's for us when the, the first, you know, I think big changes in our hearts start taking place is when we got to really know their story. 
And um, the the couple kids that we were hanging out with in this family every day, the, one of the girls, uh, I'll call her Sarah, um, she was um, she was a sweet girl. She was uh, not yet sixteen, um, and uh, she was living with her boyfriend uh, who was in this family in, in one of the projects. And there were a lot of them in the project. I mean, there was, I mean, I mean, I don't know, there were probably seven, seven of them, eight maybe even in, in the same small project unit. Um, but she stayed in her boyfriend's room who was also 15 or 16. And the reason why is because she never knew her dad. Um, on her 14th birthday, um, her mom overdosed and died of heroin, uh, heroin overdose. And then on her 15th birthday, um, she had a little girl and, um, that girl, um, what was just the cutest girl, you know, she would, she would sit out there on the stoop and you know, we'd, we'd play with her too. So we got to know this, this family unit and, you know, really kind of fell in love with who they were and the fact that they, you know, allowed us into their lives and, um, that they trusted us and, you know, they'd come to church with us. We'd share meals. We'd, you know, share a lot of laughs, um, the occasional cigarette. Um, but, uh, one day I, I remember I was in Pittsburgh. Um, so, you know, it's, it's not super far from uh, where we live, where the project I'm talking about is, I got a phone call from this girl, Sarah, and she said, um, hey, we're, we're moving out of the projects. Uh, you know, we got this, we got this other apartment and she was excited. And I, uh, I said, man, that, that's, that's awesome. You know? And she said, you think you could stop by later tonight? And I said, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'd love to stop by and see it. You know? So she gave me the address and I said, um, hey, you know, can I, can I get you something like a little housewarming present? You know, what do you need? And she was like, well, you know, anything really, I guess. And, uh, you know, so when I was coming back, I, I was passing kind of a, a shopping mall and, uh, they, they had an Ikea there and I thought, oh, I could buy some, something cheap and crappy from Ikea, you know, it's always a nice, nice backup. Um, but yeah, so I went in and I, I think I bought like a, you know, it was just like one of their lamps. It was in a box and, you know, it was 10 bucks or something, you know? And, uh, <clears throat> so I got that, you know, put it in my car and drove to their house, you know, feeling like a hero. And, um, when I got to the address, you know, it was right across from a bar downtown and, uh, you know, it was something out of a, like, it, it felt like it was out of a movie, you know, I pulled up and, um, parked my car and this was in the winter times it was, it was cold I remember that and the address you know was on was on some bricks um, and, and there was a you know like a door threshold like an opening where a door should be but there was no door and I remember like a cat running out and <clears throat> there was like steam coming out of like some pipes overhead it just it just seemed so uh, you know just like what you would you know expect like a inner city apartment to look like and so i started walking up this really narrow staircase and um there were a couple apartments you know uh quote unquote apartments in this uh in this unit and and so i was walking up and and finally i heard their voices and so i i made my way to that door and i knocked on the door 
And I went in, and when I went in, um, I mean, it seemed like to me, like this whole apartment was, was you know, maybe 10 foot by 15 foot. Like it was, it was, it was really small, uh, rectangle. And in the corner, there was a gas, um, you know, oven, uh, stove, and, and it, you know, the, the, the flames were on. All, all four of the burners were, were turned on. And because um, it was cold, and that was, you know, what they were using to heat up the place, and uh, and that was it. And then all, all all these these kids, this family, were just like sitting along the walls, like just you know sitting on the floor along the walls, you know, kind of lining the, the small rectangular apartment. And uh, you know, here I come with this stupid IKEA lamp, and uh, you know, they don't even have furniture, and I just felt so dumb um yeah I, I remember just you know kind of giving it to him chuckling and sitting down you know <clears throat> sliding down the wall and and sitting there with them for i don't know maybe a half hour and just chatting laughing whatever um hearing about their lives and you know when i made my way out of there i remember driving to my house which wasn't far but you know i remember as i was driving home um, you know, just this thought crossing my mind, like, uh, man, I, I'm so stupid. Like what, 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 what am I doing? Bringing a, an Ikea lamp to, to these people who have nothing. And, um, and, and then as I kept wrestling with the, the thoughts and, you know, uh, all that more and more that night, the thing I realized is, um, Man, I you know I, I I'm not really um, it, it's not really quite so sad that I brought them a lamp when they didn't have anything, you, you know. Like what, what's sad is that so oftentimes you know like that's what we do to the poor. You know, we 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 think that people who don't have stuff need stuff. So we try and find a way to get them stuff. Uh, and, you know, we know perfectly well, you know, stuff doesn't ever satisfy us. We just want more stuff. And so it's, it's, it's weird that we, you know, kind of put that on them. But r really, I realized, that, you know, the, the greatest riches that any of us have, you know, the greatest riches that I have is that I know God. You know, that I... I have a God who, who loves me and uh, who knows me perfectly, who sees me, um, who desires me, and I can introduce them to that God. You know, I could um, give them a, an encounter with God as well. You know, that's that's the riches of what we have to offer. If, there, if there's a riches that I have to offer someone, it's not, you know, an, another thing. It's not a, it's not a, a lamp. Um, but it's the, the fact that I could um, share with them the, the gospel of God, and uh, that that was a you know that was an eye opener for me. And that's a wrap. We thank you so much for listening to this episode of Vagabond Missions Podcast. A special thank you goes out to our guest today, Mr. Bob Lesnevsky. And as always, a big thank you to our producer, Dan, from Aardvark Studios. To learn more about Vagabond Missions or to join us on this adventure, please check us out at vagabondmissions.com.